Hello, good morning or good evening and welcome to the Creativity Snippets podcast with myself, Tracy Stanley and Barbara Wilson. We're passionate about encouraging creativity and are the co-authors of the book Creativity Cycling, Help Your Team Solve Complex Problems with Creative Tools. Now, I live in Brisbane, Australia, and Barbara lives near Nice in the south of France. We started recording our conversations a while back now at the beginning of 2020 to provide both information and inspiration on applying creativity to all aspects of your life. Today, we're going to be talking about the process of creativity and in particular, concepts of flow, incubation, mindfulness and mind wandering. So hi there, Barbara. Hi, Tracy. Nice to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) You too. Can I hand the microphone over to you and start by giving um, our listeners an overview of the creative process and these approaches? Yes, sure. Thank you. So um, I think several of those concepts have left out really for me in the last month when I've been um, listening to other podcasts or, or reading other reading some creativity um, examples. And I just wanted to really talk about those as how because they seem to be connected in terms of the creativity process, as, as you were saying earlier. The first of those is the concept of flow. Um, I'm realizing more and more how important this is to really being creative. And I think it's worth just checking back on this. We have talked about it before in, in our podcast, and I know I've, I've written about it, we've written about it in, in the book. However, I think it's worth just checking out on, you know, what it is to be in the flow, and then think about the, the kind of ways that we can get into that flow. Um, and the, the flow, as we're talking about here, this concept of flow is, is the one that was really put forward by Csikszentmihalyi and who sadly died um, earlier this year or last year. The second concept I wanted to talk about is uh, this process, well, that is about the process really. And it's that maybe the process is more important than the end result. And I think this is kind of also about flow because if you're being in flow, then you're in the process. Once you get to that end result, the flow stops. And sometimes we're left with a sense of disappointment. You know, well, what's next? Or that wasn't quite what I expected. And I'll talk more about that in in a few minutes. I just want to say that the inspiration for that aspect came from a podcast I was listening to um, by which was an interview by Dr Chatterjee and he was interviewing Johnny Wilkinson um, the very famous English rugby player or ex-rugby player so the third concept is that incubation is a very useful part of the whole creative process and again, this was something that came out of a conversation I had with a friend recently who was frustrated at her paintings. Um, and we talked about how she might just put the painting aside and let her ideas incubate and then come back to it. And an interesting question there that kind of relates to what we're going to talk about later is whether she, what well, she asked whether she should 
have the painting still visible to her or whether she should put it away entirely. And that kind that sort of relates, I think, to this whole concept of do you keep things consciously on top in your incubation or do you let it go into the unconscious? And I think we'll come back to that. So fitting those together, um, flow for me is important in getting into that creative mode. It helps me become motivated and inspired, or rather maybe it works the other way around. When I'm motivated, inspired, I kind of lose all sense of time and I very much get into flow. Um, sometimes if we don't do that, it can really get in the way of being creative. So one example I had is I went on a photo walk with some friends recently and there was a lot of chatting going on between the friends um, and indeed between me and everybody else because we hadn't seen each other for a while. And it really got in the way of um, being able to just get in that flow of taking photographs. So I became very aware of it and realized that what I need to take photographs is sometimes to be totally on my own, or at least to have that space um, from other people so that I'm not distracted. So the difference there for me is between, and this is kind of something I wanted to come back to as well, is this, or come to, is this mindfulness concept. The difference for me is, are we going about getting into flow and going about being creative in a mindful way, or are we just kind of, um, I suppose, doing it in a non-mindful way, not, not really um, aware of, of um, the process at all or what's going on around us. Creativity, I believe, needs you to be or needs us to be open, to be in that flow, to be aware of what's going around us, but not to be letting it distract us too much. So the process becomes all important and it can be, as I said earlier, the most inspiring part of the journey. When that flow is disrupted and we lose our sense of mindfulness, we're distracted. So I think that those are really my, my summing up points there, that there is a link with motivation, um, that we, we need to be in flow to get to that creative part. And flow is really helped by being mindful as we go along our journey. Tracy, what are your thoughts on being in flow? Yeah, well, well, like you, Barbara, I, I love being in flow. And, um, you know, whether I'm writing a book or thinking about some creative way of telling a story, you know, through a presentation. Um, but I notice I have a very jumpy mind. And because I don't have other people's minds, I don't know if my mind is normal or <laughs> the same as everybody else's. And um, I can, sometimes it can take me a while to get into this state of flow. And then sometimes I get, I feel like I get distracted quite easily. Um, so, if I, you know, I, I have some tools that I use, which I've adopted from other people of sometimes if I really want to get into it, I, I know that after I've been doing it for five or 10 minutes, the flow tends to take over. So I might set a timer and say, I can do nothing else. I'm going to focus on this for 10 minutes and then give myself permission to leave it after 10 minutes if I can't get into the flow. Um, and it is a way of kind of calming my flitting mind. Um, yeah, just, yeah, to, to, to start. Um, yeah. So, 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 so yes, and I, I know Barbara and I were chatting a bit about the benefits of mind flitting, and um, it's actually a term you call 
term called mind wandering. Um, in preparation for this podcast, I started Googling, you know, um, mindfulness and creativity. And um, Google kept presenting me with articles on books on this concept of mind wandering and creativity, where a lot of the authors were talking about the fact that our mind does flit, flit around and that this can be a negative and it can be a positive thing as well. Uh, and it is extremely common, extremely common. Um, and I just from the pre-chat I had with Barbara before this, this, this podcast, Barbara was telling me it's actually been around for a long time, but not necessarily using the term of mind wandering. Um, Barbara, do you want to talk a bit about what you learned when you learned about being a teacher and mind wandering? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Tracy. Yes, I think I think um, it was uh, it wasn't coined as a phrase mind wandering in, in those days. But when one of the first lessons I had when I was learning to teach was that um, pupils, sorry, students um, will drop in and out of listening to you every 10 to 15 minutes. And in those gaps, when they've dropped out, their minds will wander. And it was just put like that. And we were made aware that this is going to happen. There's probably nothing you can do about it. Just be aware of it. Um, And since then, though, I've used it very positively in, um, in creativity workshops. But tell us more, Tracy. Okay, so from my from my exploration into mind wandering, um, there was chatter about how some people said it was a bit like daydreaming. But the the guys who I was reading, the people I was reading, said, well, it's actually got a broader connotation than just daydreaming. Um, and it's a bit about sometimes it's unconscious and sometimes it's, it's conscious. And it's often when it's unconscious, you know, like you could. you're at a conference and you're bored and your mind goes off or someone says something it reminds you of an event and you start thinking about that and depending on what the event or the circumstances your mind could go off and could go down a quite a negative rabbit hole or they could give you some inspiration and then you sort of stop what you're doing and that's actually kind of a positive thing where you get this idea and you sort of fantasize about it so it has um both of them obviously take you away from leverage the task that you're doing and so um if you're doing an exam, it's perhaps not a good thing to be doing a whole lot of mind wandering, given that the measure of success is getting as many ideas and responses to the questions down during the time that you've been provided with. Um, there's also a relationship between, um, you know, we talked about incubation, mind wandering. Sometimes your mind wandering, it actually, when you switch off from what you're focusing on, your, your, your mind in the background does actually sort of keep clogging along, even though you're actually off on some completely different tangent. So while that isn't good in terms of time to get something done, it is actually helping you to solve a problem that may have you got stuck on and your mind said, well, look, let's give it a break and switch somewhere else. Um, Barbara, what, what other comments do you have? Um, perhaps if not in the terms of mind wandering, but for the, for the fluttering mind and both the positive and negative implications of it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Tracy. Um, I think, first of all, yeah, this, this conscious and unconscious aspect is interesting. And um, as we were discussing previously, um, when I've used it um, in creative sessions, I've used it very much as an unconscious process uh, by just letting people know that at some stage during the workshop, and, and very frequently, actually, I won't just say at some stage, at some stages, their minds will wonder. And what I've encouraged them to do is to keep a little notebook next to them. And when their minds come back from their wandering, to just note what those wanderings were about. Because quite often they might seem unrelated, but they can, 
inspire us. They can add um, inspirational thoughts, I, I guess, to, to whatever it is that the task is. Um, so we can see it sometimes, even though it, it may be uncon it may be a negative thing in that your mind has just gone off and started doing other things or started thinking other things, there could be a very positive element to that in that it may be showing up something in the unconscious that needs to be um, brought to the surface. So I think that's what I'd say about the, the unconscious aspect. Um, mm. It's yeah. interesting. You just um, you in the same way that you asked your students to write it down. It's useful for us, perhaps. So if we're in a conference and our mind zips off somewhere, to have paper or something available to capture that idea then, so that we don't lose it, we can perhaps refocus our attention. If you know, yeah. perhaps on what we yeah. were doing. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That that that's it. So, can you give experiences of positive mind wandering or sort of all conscious mind wandering? Well, um, if you remember, we had a previous conversation podcast when I was trying to use different tools for planning um, the next books in my fiction series. And I said I was going to um, go to the library and pull out a magazine and write a story and looking at whatever was on every third page as an image and, and put that into my story, which was kind of risky and kind of scary because I actually picked up the Women's Weekly and there were face creams and there were strange fashions and so forth. And I remember thinking, how the heck am I going to link these together in terms of this, you know, the, 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 the series? But my mind started working on it. I mean, I was being stimulated by, the, by those images um, in quite a different direction to that which I was expecting. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm aware that sort of that there are other ways of doing it, um, like detectives. If you watch detective shows, they often get there and they sort of put everything up they know about a, a crime that they're trying to solve and they put the people and the places and they put maps and they put everything up there and they just kind of stare at it and then sort of walk away from it. And then they come back and often their mind makes links or some other little bit of information helps them to, to, to solve the problem just by, by feeding it the stimulation of different bits of, of information. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so that's that's interesting, and I think the um, the whole point there about planning something in advance or looking at something in advance, like you were saying, selecting pictures for you know selecting for a collage, for example, um, yeah. and doing it consciously rather than yeah. unconscious, can can again be a creative process in a different way perhaps from the the unconscious way of doing it so they both yeah they both add and you can do it with sounds too you can do it with music you know if you sort of wanted to write you know to, to set your to set your mind to help give your mind a bit of direction for an unfocused you know yeah so choose to listen to something perhaps that makes you sad or something or choose something that makes you joyful and then do another exercise after that so it's kind of it's like giving it a kind of a kick in a direction but then letting it see where it goes yeah putting you getting you into that 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 sort of space where yeah. the emotion can happen then interesting that's an interesting yes, the emotion, that's really good it. you know emotion and actually it's, it's interesting when, you, when you've got your bit of paper and you're noting things down it's not just the topic but it's how you're feeling about it and you're yeah because you, you have a range of reactions and you know and when you're in mindfulness mindfulness is about encouraging you to to smell the to smell whatever you can smell if you're in a field and to hear a distant sound and to feel and look at the texture of things. It's about pulling in everything from all your senses yes. and using that to, you know, to be in the moment. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've almost come around to saying mind wandering and mindfulness are not that distinct in terms of their characteristics. They may come about it or, or come to that point in different ways. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And, and there's, there has been, a thing, well, so when I was doing this sort of research, they said that I guess mind wandering, because it has this negative connotation, because it is people to there's potential for people to get into sort of a negative hole and to keep overthinking things that's when they say you just sort of perhaps be aware that you're doing that and so you can pull yourself out of that 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 negative way and so this is this sort of conscious and unconscious um yeah hmm. and Sorry, perhaps. I said that. <laughs> okay so maybe if i can just sort of sum up there um, please uh, by coming back to the process of creativity so i hope we've shown here that there are alternate approaches to to, to the mind mind wandering and mindfulness um, and creativity here mindfulness is when we allow our thoughts to come and go but we focus on the present and that's what you're saying about smell the flowers or um, yeah. we focus on the present and we play close close attention to the here and now Mind wandering is when we just allow the mind to go and do what it wants, either unconsciously or consciously. So there's a kind of one of them is more about letting go. Um, but the end result can be that they can enrich the, the flow that we're getting into and therefore the process of creativity. I think that's probably my short summing up there. <laughs> Tracy, have excellent. you got anything to add there? Yeah, yeah. Um... I guess, firstly, you know, well, based on my sort of my experience, I, I need to take steps to get into the flow, into the, you know, and to create the conditions and the environment and the mindset to do it. And um, yeah, sometimes it can take a little while and then, then I'm into it. Um, I think, you know, as you've just said, it's, it's useful to practice mindfulness and just stopping and not thinking, trying not to think about anything else, but just being where you are. And if, as we said, smell the flowers, feel the breeze. Um, and just be fully in that moment um, is, a, is a good way to practice mindfulness. And, you know, and I guess it's a message to myself, you know, accept the fact that my jumpy mind or mind wandering is normal. Um, catch ourselves when we perhaps go down a negative path, but seize the positive aspects that come when we sort of click out, you know, in, in that 10 or 11 minutes um, and our mind goes off somewhere else. Take the opportunity to know what you're doing and why and why your mind is giving you some incubation period and why it's jumping to another topic. Hmm. Um, any, anything you want to add to those points, Barbara? No, I think that sums up <laughs> sums it up very well. <laughs> thanks, Tracy. Okay, well, thanks, Barbara, and thanks to everybody for listening into our chat. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about our experiences, you can of course visit our web pages. Barbara's is barbara-wilson.com. Uh, and mine is tjstanley.com. And of course, you can buy our book, Creativity Cycling, Help Your Team Solve Complex Problems with Creative Tools on Amazon, Google Play and Book Depository. Have a wonderful and creative day, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Bye.